0: The wait is over. We are back. It's another episode of your favorite political podcast, Where the Party At. I'm your host, Saba Long. Happy 2024. First episode of the year. We've got to start with predictions. What is going to happen in 2024? Keith, I came up with a few. We'll talk about them. I'm sure you probably have some too. Um, So I'm going to start with the thing that's on everybody's mind, the 2024 election. The first prediction is that mainstream conservative media is going to endorse Donald Trump for president. So not only do, do I think they're going to endorse him in the Republican primary, but they're going to also endorse him in the general, no matter what. Mainstream media is going to rock with Donald Trump in 2024.
1: Convictions and all.
0: Period. Doesn't matter. So call it Wall Street Journal, Fox News. They are going to endorse Donald Trump. Another thing I think mainstream media is going to do is they are going to continue to cover politics in a way that harms the voters. So when you're talking about what's happening right now about the insurrection in January 6th, and Republicans saying that the folks in jail for January 6th are hostages. Mainstream media is not going to counter that in a way that is actually productive to the voters.
1: Does that also include um, extra coverage of Trump kind of giving it free publicity? Yeah,
0: mm. absolutely. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's like they didn't learn their lesson about what happened in 16 and what happened in 20. Trump, now they have pulled back a little, right? They're not covering every minute of his rallies, but they're still giving him a lot of coverage. And when he says something that's outlandish, that's the headline rather than disputing what he's saying and saying why it's harmful to America. (laughs) And of course, I've got to quote my favorite dude, Steve Bannon, who said, he's not literally my favorite dude, But he said this, and I quote, the Democrats don't matter. The real opposition is media. And the way to deal with them is to flood the zone with bleep, S-H-I-T. This is not about persuasion. It's about disorientation. So Bannon has already said this is the blueprint. And they are going to fall right into that hole. They're already doing it and it's going to continue. And I think it will be worse come this time or it will come, you know, October or so of 24.
1: And it doesn't sound, um, it sounds general too. It sounds like disorientation for everybody. Period. Like, not just the left. Like, let's confuse everybody. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm.
0: Yep. Which leads me to my next prediction Donald Trump. Will beat Joe Biden. Don't do that. (laughs) Now, I'm assuming that Trump will not be convicted. But a part of me still says, even if he is convicted, that he will still beat Biden. And that really depends on independent voters what they do.
1: Does the, you know, because we're talking about Constitution stuff, right? And that's how they're trying to get him off of the ballot. But isn't there like a rule? Because, I, I mean, I see when I vote, you can always, like, write You can in.
0: write it in, but that would require a coordinated write-in campaign. But,
1: I mean, come on.
0: And that might happen. That might happen organically. So, that's
1: one of, side note, that's one of my predictions. That he. If he's kicked off the ballot. If he's kicked off the ballot, it's going to bring everybody who wants Trump to win together to just write it in. Yeah. In that write-in energy. I mean, it's almost gonna be like insurrection times one hundred at the voting booth. Just the energy yeah. of it because it's anonymous. Yeah. So you don't know who right. is writing in. You don't you'll just know, man, for the one of the first time, I mean my lifetime, right? You'll see somebody win off of a write in. I could see that because I could see, you know, apathy on, on the Democrat side, on the left. Like, okay, we don't yep. wanna vote. So they have a whole bunch of people that that'll write it in. And there's like a growing level of um what they call anarchists. Yeah. In America. That just That leads
0: me to the my next prediction. There you go. If Trump loses, what we saw on January sixth will look like a kid's game. It will be January sixth on steroids if Trump loses. Yeah, I can see that. And I don't know. What happens, like, I don't know if law enforcement are already having conversations about what to do with the election, because he's already said, was it the state of Illinois? I think it was Illinois, one of the states, where you actually have to select that you will accept the results if you lose, and he did not select that. Oh,
1: man.
0: (laughs) So, and Elise Stefanik is one of the Republicans who's already said something about the election. So it's the same thing they did in 2020. twenty. We're saying like, oh, it's already rigged if I lose.
1: I wonder sometimes where is that energy on the left, right? Like if Biden doesn't win, we're going to storm. The... No,
0: there's crickets on the left. Mm. There's, there's not enough energy, period. And there's a ton of energy on the right. At least with Trump supporters, there's a ton of energy. I mean, is there a ton of energy for Nikki Haley? No. Nah. Mm-hmm. Right yeah. or any if you, you know, go down the the ballot of other Republicans, there's not that level of energy. I mean, what gets people to the polls is either hope or fear. Right? And Trump has instilled a bit of both in his followers. Um and there's not some there's not a, an equivalent on the on the left for that.
1: Yeah, I agree.
0: So those are my Trump predictions. I'm going to maybe come down a little bit and go to the state of Georgia and my prediction for 2024. Now, let me preface this by saying not every prediction is a real prediction. So this is one that I think should happen given the state of play, given that Georgia is a battleground state, given that um, The person who I'm going to talk about is term limited. So it should be an opportunity. And I just don't know if they're going to actually take advantage of it. So my next prediction is that Georgia Democrats will hold Governor Brian Kemp accountable and actually go after him rather than just giving him, you know, a free pass, essentially.
1: What do you mean, like, go after him? On what?
0: On everything be on the offense on everything so kim says something that is counter to what georgia democrats believe in they actually address it and say something Kemp does something he passes legislation or pushes legislation in the georgia general assembly that democrats don't believe in they actually do something about it they hold press conferences they hold rallies and they hold the governor's feet to the fire.
1: But he, he's not up for a re-election. He's not year. up for
0: re-election. Okay. But we know that he's going to likely run for something else. And if he doesn't run for something else, he's going to do something in the political realm.
1: Okay. I see what she's saying. Yeah,
0: So extinguish the fire now mm-hmm. rather than letting him in strong. And you and have never yeah. really countered him. Yeah. Like you know that he's going to run more than likely in the, for Senate against Ossoff. Mm-hmm. So why would you give him a pass in an election year in a battleground state, knowing also you he's got some more years ahead of him?
1: Yeah, you might have to educate the people on that because even I'm hearing that and I'm wondering. So you would go from governor to United
0: States Senate. Hmm. To be one of one hundred people across the entire country.
1: Okay, I see what you're saying. You
0: have it's tremendous just, power,
1: and then you can parlay that to um, president. What, what 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 just happened? Was that a minority leader or something? When oh just, right, you okay? Then you can parlay right, it, hmm.
0: yeah. Or you could parlay that into leaving office and making a buttload of money.
1: Because you parlay that into. Uh, restoring the Republican Party like after this Trump yeah, damage, whatever's going on, because I feel like there's also after this year, I think even the Republicans are going to be tired.
0: Right, but they have created a monster and they haven't reined it in.
1: I mean, yeah, that, after this <laughs> so year, though, They're I, stuck. I, yeah, I think this whole year of trying to him yeah. in, that's, that's going to tire them out. And, right. You know, the bull's going to be in the China shop, he's going to tear everything up. Yep. And the weather come together and clean it up together yeah hopefully. or you
0: could end up having a fracture party and maybe there's a split
1: that'd be even better you know maybe we'll get so maybe
0: that. we get rid of this two-party system uh, what'd you call that the yeah horseshoe? the horseshoe
1: yeah there you go there you go yeah that's what I'm going for
0: yeah we'll see now the question is who will lead the effort amongst Georgia Dems to do this but the field is ripe for for harvest we'll see um, my next prediction is that 2024 will be the last year of runoffs as we know them today. So in Georgia, we have a runoff system. If a candidate does not make it to fifty percent of the vote plus one, it goes into a runoff. So I think we will either move to an instant runoff system or a ranked choice voting system. Uh, but I'm predicting that we will see a shift, and that might happen first at the local level where you see uh, municipalities, cities, and counties say we're going to do a, um, an instant runoff system or a ranked choice voting system. And then by the time the next big election happens, we won't do a runoff anymore.
1: So what does that do? Um, get you your elected official quicker? So you don't have to worry right. about a whole Yeah, two you months. don't have
0: to do that because the run- the election is usually you know, like the first or second Tuesday in November. Mm-hmm. And then the runoff is about four weeks after that. So it would just eliminate that altogether.
1: Because, you know, like Thanksgiving and right. holidays and people, yeah.
0: Right. And it helps for people who are tired, yeah, right? I mean, too. they get tired, like, oh, my God, I just voted. I got to go vote again. Or my point of view on this candidate has not changed between November and December. So it just, right. it makes it, it it's cheaper Right, so it saves taxpayers money because they don't have to pay for the cost of doing a runoff election. Um, It's easier for the candidates. It just means that November, you know, the the general election is your do or die. You're either in or you're not. And I'd be curious to see how it changes up um, local elections in particular. Because if you think about the last few mayoral elections, they've all been decided in runoff elections.
1: Yeah, so if you do rank choice at the end, it's it'd Jordan. be like New it'd be like New York City. Oh, okay. So yeah.
0: their last mayoral election was the first time they did ranked choice voting.
1: This where Eric Adams won. And the,
0: yep. Mm. Speaking of that dude, this is not a prediction. I don't know if he's gonna survive a full four year term.
1: Heck no. Right? <laughs> it seems see. like there's
0: always something going. I'm like, oh no.
1: I don't but. see. He, he's going to stay low during the uh, election season this year. And then depending on who wins, he's right. out of there. Matter of fact, no matter who wins, he's out of there.
0: Yeah, for yeah. one reason or another. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Moving to my second to last prediction. I predict that we will see a new face on the Atlanta City Council.
1: Hmm. Okay. Like this new period? Like a person like you've never.
0: Someone is there a good chance that there's a person on the city council who's going to run for another position mm. in Fulton County this year. And if that happens then it opens the floodgates for this one city council seat. Mm. So you could have existing city council members who decide to go run for that seat. And then you've got possibly two people, two new faces on the city council. So if this person runs is going to, Lead to a domino effect, and we'll see what happens.
1: Okay, This sounds that sounds exciting.
0: Yeah, so stay tuned for that one. Stay tuned. Uh, and then my last prediction, and this is, I I wrote this down before CES, the the big tech conference that takes place in Vegas, but now that I've seen a couple of things at CES, I'm like, oh yeah, this is definitely going to happen. Uh, my my last prediction is that local governments probably starting with Metro Atlanta governments like Brookhaven, city of Atlanta, some of the North Fulton governments are going to start exploring more on how to use AI.
1: When you say, what do you mean?
0: How to use it. Do you mean just how to yeah. use it? in, Like how to use it in like running in, the government. So oh, everything okay, okay, from okay, yeah. law enforcement to um, eventually phasing out um, the amount of employees probably who are in in areas where there's a lot of like labor tasks that can Mm. be done by ai or done by some robotics like Mm. i think there's going to be a shift that happens certainly over the next decade but i think it's going to start this year where they're exploring how do we use ai and use robotics to do this job more efficiently and it's going to be in the name of saving taxpayer money but eventually, it also means that those are some, you know, reliable government jobs that are middle class that are going to go
1: away. And so, my piggyback question is: um, maybe we should do an episode on it. Like, where does the public get to cross that AI? Because I know there's times where even like a face facial recognition. That become an issue. And then, you know, Mm -hmm. city council will hear it. The people be able to vote on it and they'll vote it down. But, I mean, I think AI conversations bring about security conversations and income equality conversations.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, do we get that um, universal basic income now? Because if you want to use AI, right, especially from just the practical use of it, They have to collect data. Right. Like all this AI is not learning on its own per se. It's Mm -hmm. inputs and collecting all the data to perform the task. So are you going to start paying for data from your workers? Are you going to distribute that as a UBI program to offset some of these? I mean, it's a lot. And I know one city, Peachtree Corners, they're already –
0: that's in Gwinnett County. Yeah, they're yeah. already
1: starting to do it. They even have uh, autonomous cars. Yes, that's right. They do. Yeah, a lot of Georgia Tech grads live there, so yeah. they'll probably be the very, very first city yeah. to like do a lot of the projects, and then yeah, it'll right. trickle down to Atlanta. But I also think now that you say that, though, there needs to be a proactive conversation with the citizens now because AI is already being used, like license plate readers. That's AI. That's AI. You know what that's I'm saying? Right. Automatic traffic light like, yeah like it's a lot of AI it's
0: actually a an Atlanta company
1: mm. see so yeah. like a lot of this stuff is already here and then maybe we got to talk equity as well. That's like the last right. part of it as well because yeah you want to use some of this new technology but from what we already understand with this new technology it's not even being a hundred percent
0: accurate accurate. Yeah
1: and that's just off of the people that's coding it now
0: yeah, or I mean AI would assess. I mean, this happens already in campaigns where mm-hmm. you go back and you do what was called an opposition file. That part. Right? Yeah. And so the AI could pull, mm-hmm. you know, when Keith was 21, he tweeted this. Me review I mean, the but podcast. it would literally have a record mm-hmm. of here are all the things that you have posted in public places. Yeah. Right? And the sentiment analysis on Keith is X. I mean based on everything that you've said and done that we have a public record of.
1: Your YouTube already does it. But I tell people if you want to know somebody, look at their YouTube.
0: That's why I watch it signed out. That algorithm, like <laughs> and that's why I won't pay for YouTube because I'm like, dang, <laughs> I don't want you to know every single thing. But the, and that's what
1: it tell you. So it's like YouTube already kind of does a little bit yeah. like that. Like, oh, based on these videos, you might like this one. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, AI is definitely here to stay.
0: But a question is, how will your local government use it?
1: How will your local government use it? How will you influence your local your government? How your government
0: uses it. it? Yes.
1: Okay. So my only other prediction is, I know it sounds crazy, but, you know, Trump to me is the solution for America on the other side.
0: He is the savior villain?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Just, just a little bit. Just a little bit, you know. Just uh, hmm. I know it's a hard. I think no, one I think periods. there's,
0: I think there's some truth to that. I think the question is, what has to happen for us to go through us being the country to go through this kind of purging that you're talking? Maybe I should use the word purging, but <laughs> like for us to go through this.
1: Well, I, well
0: you know, in this I, moment of uh being hey, in the wilderness, so to speak. Well, like I said. I, all right. So Keith's prediction is, if we're going to be in the wilderness for four years, four years, yeah, yeah. I think that could very well happen. But the question becomes, when you're in the wilderness, your in enemies forty years, forty years, your enemies are in paradise, and what happens in that time frame?
1: And that's why I said that, and that's what will bring America to the heel because. What you're talking about, right? Low key, we've, we've already been there. The, the disenfranchised have been yeah. there. You know what I'm saying? And anybody who's those not, who are
0: not part of the power
1: exactly, of the establishment. It's, yeah. it's already there. So for yeah. you to say, oh, another four, you, you might mess around and come up. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's not going to affect those people, but the higher ups, yeah, the people. I mean, it happens, guess like we talked about it, it happens in Atlanta. You know, oh, facts. you know that that's why we don't want to vote for this person because right. the rich people on this side are gonna lose, but the poor people it don't matter.
0: Right, the poor people are down. <laughs> Actually, anyway. the poor people
1: might come up when that rich person leaves. Why? Because you're gonna hold you're gonna
0: hold the other person to account.
1: So that's how I see it in America. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the disenfranchised. Oh Trump, you're trying to scare me with that. Right. You can't scare me because if that was the real issue, then you should go ahead and fight that.
0: Scare me can't scare me again. Yeah, you, you
1: tried it. You tried it. <laughs> What well, they say in Texas, they got this saying down in Texas, you know, fool me No, once. Or maybe it's
0: Tennessee. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's
1: what I'm saying. Though. That's where we're at with. Yeah. So Trump come in, wreck it all up. Right. And we clean it up or we live in filth. And one thing I know about black people. They, they don't, don't like live in, in filth. filth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah,
0: that is the pod right there. If you have a prediction that you want to share with us. Leave us a voice note. Check the show notes. You can leave us a voice note. We'll listen to it and see if uh, we should include in the next episode.
1: The show more voice notes in 2024, y'all.
0: Yes. All right. As always, thank you for listening. It's good to be back. See you next time.